Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I'm beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. And today we are really excited because we've got four really cool, probably my favorite people on staff, very cool special guest here. Uh, We've got our residents on staff here at Bethlehem. And many of you listening, probably you may not know that we even have a residency program here at Bethlehem. Uh, But our residency program, in a nutshell, uh, the purpose of our residency program is to develop world-class leaders in passion to serve the local church. So I'm going to let these world-class leaders introduce themselves, um, starting with Matthew. Yeah, so I'm Matthew. I'm actually from here, well, down the street. I'm from Buford, uh, and I went to Liberty University, graduated last May. Wow, it's been a year. Uh, So here we are at the residency program, nine months. And my name's Emily. I'm 22. I've actually been part of um, Bethlehem Church as a member for like seven years now, which has been awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I've just, I'm in school still, part of the class of eventually, and um, we'll be in there forever. But until then, I'm just uh, working and part of the residency program. Hey guys, I'm Rebecca. Um, I'm from Macon, Georgia, and I graduated last year from Shorter University. Me and my husband moved here in September for the residency. I actually didn't know that Bethlehem Church existed before it, but honestly, I cannot imagine being anywhere else now. And I am Lauren. I am 23, um, and I also graduated from Shorter in 2020, um, Fly Hawks. And yeah, I'm from Texas, but I really, really love it here, and I'm so glad I got a chance to be part of Bethlehem. Awesome. Well, and I'm not kidding when I do say you guys are so awesome and you're you're seriously some of my favorite people here on staff and so much fun to do church with and to do ministry with. So thanks for introducing yourselves. And let's talk about a little bit about the residency program, what it is, how long it lasts, and kind of what's involved with that. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, really, I would say uh, if I was talking to somebody maybe here at Bethlehem Church, I would tell them that the residency program is uh, designed to be a two-year leadership development program, uh, allowing uh, really anyone, no no age requirements, uh, that, that maybe sees themselves in vocational ministry, uh, maybe bivocational, whatever it is. Uh, but it's, it's a program for us to come in and, and learn about ministry, learn how to walk with people, serve people, and, and really learn how to share the gospel, I think, in, in all walks of life. So uh, that's certainly been something that, that I've taught, been taught and, and grown uh, in the last, the last nine months. And so do you guys do, like, um, do you specialize in an area of ministry or, or is it all kind of like all hands on deck? We do specialize in different areas. So like I work with the student ministry and then also with the community ministry. And um, what's really cool about the residency program is coming into it, you don't have to know exactly where you want to be. Like it's a low pressure environment where you can try out different things, learn different aspects of the church and what goes into ministry and then kind of go from there and see where the Lord's calling you. Um, So I know each of us have different emphases that we focus on. Lauren, what's yours? 
Um, I do student ministry at Oconee, and I, I love it. I was going to say, Angela, you're also our favorite person. Just don't tell anyone else. <laughs> Thank so. you. Thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't expect anything else. Um, okay, so uh, how did you guys... How did you guys get involved with it? How did you hear about the residency program? Kind of delve into that. Tell our listeners how you found out about it. Um, For me, it's kind of funny because I saw, I've been here for a long time, and I saw something on Instagram, and it was one of those things where I wanted to ask questions, and I remember telling Rebecca, my friend that actually works here, um, I I just told her, I was like, I'm scared to ask about it, and she's like, why? The worst they could say is no, and I said, no, I'm scared they're going to say yes, and then like, I was (laughs) excited, but I just knew there was a lot on it, Um, but yeah, I saw something on Instagram and asked questions, and in a week, here we are with, you know, already joined. It's been so fun. Yeah. And you guys, uh, you said, Matthew, you've been here for nine months. So when did this kind of semester or when did this residency program start? Well, it really started uh, November of, would that have been? 2020? Or, okay. When I met Kyle. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think oh, it was yeah, November sure. of 19. Uh, I, was at, I was at Liberty University and Bethlehem Church actually came up for a ministry fair and so long story short, the Lord was just totally working uh, that week and how I came to learn about Bethlehem. But uh, saw Bethlehem Church, recognized that it was uh, near actually where I live. I'm from here too. So mm. uh, came home for Thanksgiving break, got to meet some of the people at Bethlehem, went to lunch with, with some of the leaders and it, it literally fell into place. So Yeah. So you guys started, uh, I guess technically it would have been 2020. September. September. Yeah. Okay. The year of COVID, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> so that's an interesting year to yeah. start a residency program. Do you think that that has shaped or kind of helped develop you as leaders? Being in ministry during that year? Yeah. Yeah. And such a challenging kind of, you know, we use that word a lot, unprecedented. But Yeah. I think it um, made us a little more strategic in how we did everything, I would say, and just like different avenues of how how we did what church already does, if that makes sense. But yeah. um, for, for the most part, it didn't feel like it affected much of what we've done as residents necessarily. Um, so honestly, it's just been being here. Mm-hmm. I think it says a lot about the church and like the faithfulness of the church that even after COVID, they were like, no, we still want you to come. You know, these like 21 year olds, we had no idea what we were doing fresh out of college. Like they still said, no, we want you here. We want you to be a part of our family. Like we don't really know what the future holds, but we're still going to have you come. Yeah. I think that just says a lot about like the trust mm-hmm. of the church. That's awesome. It's a really good point. So Matthew, you talked about how um, Bethlehem kind of did a, uh, like a ministry fair or a, a you know, kind of highlighting the mm-hmm. residency program. Yeah. So at Liberty University in the divinity program, they'll have a ministry fair every year, uh, really for anybody in that program to come and, and, Churches will come, organizations, nonprofits, things like that will come, and it's an opportunity to talk to a lot of churches about residency programs, internships, uh, things like that. So Bethlehem came, and they were like, "Hey, we're kind of we're we're gonna start one, like we're gonna wing it." And then um, I was down, like yeah. five minutes from my house. Uh, it, like I said, the Lord just put so many pieces together that week, and kind of like Lauren said, it was cool to see how they were doing something they had never done before. Mm-hmm. And to watch them walk through COVID, I think was um, encouraging for all of us. Cause yeah. like they, they weren't just rehearsing or doing something they'd done before with this program. It was new to them. And then to watch them walk through COVID as they're doing this new program, like 
I think we all trusted them more, trusted the program more. Um, That's really that. cool. And I, I, I want to say, like, when I was 19 years old, I came to know the Lord at 19. And I wish that there had been kind of a program or something like this around when back in the Stone Age. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when, when I was 19, and I think about my daughter now, like, she's kind of feeling that. She's 18. She's feeling that same kind of, that same call into ministry. And what a great opportunity, what a great program for people to kind of, is it, would you say that the residency program helps, helps you figure that out? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I know like for me, I never thought I'd be working at a church. That was never my goal. Um, Coming out of college, I told people my goal was to work at a nonprofit and then to work at a coffee shop. Like those were my things. Um, But then coming to Bethlehem, we, my husband and I were just so certain that this is where God wanted us. Like even through COVID, like I never applied anywhere else. I only applied here and we just knew. Um, And it was the craziest thing, but through that, the Lord has really opened my eyes to other areas in the world that need ministry and that um, I can serve in a deeper way through the church and not just through um, nonprofit work. And so it's been honestly life-changing for me. That's awesome. Very well said. So what are, I'd like to go through and talk to each one of you about what is your favorite part of the residency program? Ooh, uh, my favorite part is definitely Kyle Hale. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't supposed to say that, but I did. Um, No, no, truly my favorite part, and I've, all the residents are going to roll their eyes because they heard me say this all the time, but like my favorite part has been the staff. Um, I would never have expected to connect and grow uh to some people on this staff as much as the, as much as we have uh and to and like I said earlier the way that they love the lord like apart from sunday mornings that they're real and genuine throughout the week has been only encouraging and uplifting uh to be able to honestly like grow in christ watching them and through them uh it's been my favorite part for sure mm-hmm. Um, I would say my favorite part is just being equipped to do ministry. And I feel like that's obvious, but I I mean it in a different way. That when I came here, I was like, oh, we're going to learn how to do church. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's kind of the conception or like the idea that I had of it, misconception. So whenever I came on, I realized, oh, I'm learning to be equipped to do ministry. Mm -hmm. Like if it's in these four walls or elsewhere, which is really cool. Um, Just to feel like I come in here and I'm learning not only like, what does following Jesus and doing that in a church look like? But also, how do you lead people? Yeah. How do you, like, I'm learning all of this. It's just developing in so many more ways I, than I expected, mm-hmm. um, other than just uh, just reading a Bible. Or, like, I kind of thought we'd all be singing Kumbaya every day. Like, that's kind of <laughs> how I imagined it, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, to come in here and to be like, no, this is how you lead people. This is how you do get to pray with people. So, I, I just realized how much more diverse ministry is, if mm. that makes sense, which yeah. I have fallen in love with that side of it. Well, and we talked um, on a previous podcast uh, with Pastor Matt Pylan mm-hmm. about the leadership development yeah. program and how much that is, how you just don't really get that in a lot of other areas in our culture yeah. or society. Like where do you find where people are being developed mm-hmm. into, you know, young people, especially being developed into the leaders that are that our culture so desperately needs, yeah. right? 
Rebecca, what are some of you, what's your, what's your favorite part of the residency program? I would say it's been really cool to see the connections that the church creates. So both twofold in the community and then within the church itself. Um, it's been really incredible just to be a small piece of getting to know the nonprofits that the church serves and all the different areas within the community that are served specifically by the church, but then also getting to know people that I never would have met if mm-hmm. I didn't do this residency um, from the staff to the different congregations the people in the student ministry, um, to then the residents. They're some of my absolute favorite people. And it's just so cool, you know, um, being able to talk to them and pray with them and, you know, just have those deep conversations and then think about, like, we didn't know that each other existed like 10 months ago. Mm -hmm. And now we're all just so close. It's really like a family. And so that's definitely one of my favorite parts as well. I second that. All right, Lauren. Um, So I think my favorite part would definitely have to be Oconee campus because when I walk in on Sunday morning, Pastor Jeremy's going to love that you just said that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to give brownie points. No. Um, (laughs) It's really like when I walk in on Sunday morning, it feels like a family. Mm. And I, it's been a long time since I've had that. And even like I got a flat tire and I told Jeremy about it and I had like seven people offering to come help me, you know? Um, and like the middle schoolers on Sunday, I help lead the middle school and they'll text me and say, Hey, can you pray for me this week about this? Like, I want to invite my friend. Will you help me pray for confidence? Like that Mm -hmm. is otherworldly to me. That's so cool. And I would not have had that opportunity if it wasn't for Bethlehem. So that's awesome. So let's talk about some of the, maybe some of the challenges or some things that you have found to be, you know, maybe surprising or, uh, maybe something that you didn't even expect. If, mm-hmm. if it's not challenging, maybe something that you had not planned on or expected. Yeah. I would say on the same note of what I was saying, what I love about this is that it challenges you to grow as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so the challenge is it's challenging you to grow as a leader. So <laughs> Which can be painful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, you can't lead people where you haven't gone. So um, mm-hmm. I, it's just like that tricky part of just working out your own stuff and then also like helping other people. We're, we're messy, right? Like right. The, every person in this room or listening to this, like we all have our stuff. So I would say for myself, it's just how do you lead well? How do you learn to lead well? Um, as a human, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. like, I think that that's been a challenge of, um, and honestly surprising to me as well, that the grace that's available in that mm-hmm. is that we're not perfect, and um, but we're healthy. Yeah. And I think that was what was surprising to me is the grace and um, just the understanding of that was really cool. That's really good. Really well said. Anyone for else? me, um, it was the side of like the staff like being vulnerable with other people because the staff here does not care about you being like a good church person from the outside, but they care about you as like a person in your relationship with Christ. So like kind of some bad church habits that I guess we'd had. I think some of y'all can agree from growing up about like presenting ourselves as church people, but our staff actually cares about us as people Mm -hmm. and cares about our growth. So being vulnerable with them. Very well said. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all are so smart. You really are. Like, it's amazing. I'm really, I'm, I'm so impressed with you guys. Like, and I work with them on a, on a daily basis. And so I'm always so impressed. And I'm like, man, I wish I had had that wisdom when I was your age. So. Ten months ago, we were done. From the best. Yes. <laughs> it's all because of the residents. All the residents. We were so dumb before. Wow. <laughs> Kyle Hill. <laughs> so, okay. I'm getting so, yelled at for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So we are going to have, this is a program. So this is an ongoing program that we are going to have and, and you know, hopefully forever with, with Bethlehem. 
So we have some new jo uh, residents joining us, joining our staff in the fall. So what advice would you give to them? Do now it. Now that you're seasoned <laughs> residents. Yes. I say do it. Like jump in. It's, um, it's scary. I feel like it, it, just anything like this where it's like you're taking a chance on something can be scary. Mm -hmm. Take the chance. Yeah. It's worth it. That's yeah. what I would say. Do it and then also make yourself available to the resources around you. Mm -hmm. um, be around as many people here as you can because you will find a little treasure within every person, I would say, of like, yeah. and it grows you. So do it and then be available when you're here, I would mm -hmm. say. I would say, uh, obviously, I'd second that. Absolutely do it. Um, but also to uh, prioritize your time. Um, I think we maybe were all shocked at like how much there actually is to do. Uh, just doing ministry every Sunday is always coming. So um, prioritize, your, prioritize your time. And then also I would say when you're here, uh, ask questions. Ask everybody on staff questions. Uh, I've learned the most from just literally sitting down with people taking 10 minutes out of their day to talk to me and, and share with me wisdom and advice. So um, get to know all the staff because they're, they're amazing. That's good. So one phrase that we say a lot at the church is um, to do ministry open-handed. And I think that's something that the Lord has really been teaching me just through the residency of that. He's going to give you things to do mm -hmm. and you're going to be given all sorts of opportunities at the church. So you just have to be ready for God to surprise you yeah. because he is here at Bethlehem. He is working and he's going to do things that you haven't even thought of ever in your life. Um, and so I, that's what I would say. I would say be ready to be surprised by God. That's really cool. And and would you say that maybe some of the greatest joys that you have found are things that you maybe thought, oh, I would never be good at that, or I, I don't I don't think I would like to do that, but then you actually jump in mm -hmm. and God surprises you and you end up loving it, right? Absolutely. I feel like all of us would say the same thing. And I just think it's so cool that the God that we serve and that we worship knows us better than we know ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to pitch good. you in a place where you um, are going to find the deepest joy and the deepest satisfaction serving him here. That's awesome. Wow. Lauren? I don't know if I can follow that. <laughs> um, I don't know if this Good is stuff. the answer y'all are looking for <laughs> either. For but I was going to say Bethlehem has so many things that are going on that are so like great and healthy. It's really hard to pick one. And okay. so it's really mm -hmm. easy to like say yes to everything and then yeah. be like, what? What did I get myself into? So I would say open-handed in the sense of like try everything, but also like you have to make your time with the Lord still number one and like mm -hmm. prioritize. So kind of just echoing what everyone else has said. That's good. Yeah. So on the practical side, like do you, so you guys all have another job outside of this, right? So this mm -hmm. is a part-time yeah. program. Um, but you, so you guys have to kind of balance your time and be bivocational, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so you talk about, talk a little bit about that, like balancing the two things, the two jobs. Yeah. So in the last eight weeks I have <laughs> worked another job and this and in school. So like, I get it. Like wow. having that stuff going on, I totally understand that all of us have those things on our, on us. Um, I would say, like Matthew said, prioritize your time. And no, there's a level of sacrifice in something this awesome. So yeah. there is like, a, there's a sacrifice of time, but the gain is so worth it. Like the return of that. So I would say, learn, get a planner, yeah. do it digitally. Do it, <laughs> like, let's get real practical, get a good planner and mm -hmm. um, schedule your time well. Like, I think it's as plain and simple as that. 
I would also say um, it's really important to know your why, why you're doing the residency, mm-hmm. why you're here. Because one thing that's really helped keep me grounded and prioritizing whatever um, is that I moved here for the residency and I know that this is where God has called me to. So everything else is secondary to that. Mm-hmm. So yes, of course, you know, like... Um, set up boundaries, like it is part-time, all of that sort of stuff. But anything in my life that like takes away from this position that I know specifically that God has called me to, then he hasn't called me to that. He hasn't called me to the things that are taking away from this. So I think that's also an important thing to remember of if he calls you here, this is what you're here for. Right. And I think it's been really cool to see that all four of us have been indifferent positions, but I have definitely seen God use us in those positions outside of the church as we've been growing inside of the church. Mm -hmm. And so... Like how? You have an example? Well, and so Matt, how many people... He got to baptize someone, right, that you know from his other work because he invited him here, started coming here, which has been really cool. And um, so I was a substitute teacher. And so getting to work with a lot of the kids that we know from here and like getting to invite them to church and talk into them and that kind of stuff. So just seeing, like trying to live on mission with our other jobs and seeing it that way. Like we're getting equipped inside of the residency program, but we're also getting practical experience outside of the residency program, which has been really neat. That's really cool. And so I was thinking too, like how many times have y'all seen where you, something you're learning here through the leadership development program or whatever that you've been able to carry and pour into people at your other job, right? Oh, for sure. So much. And my boss likes me a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) She likes you a lot better now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because of the residency program? Absolutely. It does equip you to do, like, I feel like I've been able to help. It's it's empowering leaders to lead. Like, here in this Mm. residency, we've been empowered to lead, and now we're learning how to empower others to do the same. So I would say that's just, that's becoming, that just becomes a natural part of your life Mm. after this. It's not like, oh, we learned how to do this. Let's go read a book at our job. No. But it's like, how do you practically put in place and then you'll just look around and, oh my gosh, my life looks different. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the best way to explain it, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's cool. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny to watch, like at my other job, as soon as you, or really anybody you're talking to, as soon as you tell them you work at a church, like everything changes. <laughs> yeah. Like they all of a sudden try to be more churchy or something. <laughs> Everyone like, calls you brother. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> but to so everybody's They try points, to clean up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's like, what happened to the, never mind. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, but the conversations that simply saying like, oh, I work at a church or that's what I'm desiring, mm. that, that 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 opens up is incredible. Um, and and like I said earlier, one of the things I learned was like ministry is challenging and yeah. what I've learned to how almost easy we have to make it on a Sunday morning to let people coming in, you know, feel just at home and, and ready to take the next steps. That's uh, That carries over to my other job where I've learned like, here's how you can do this ministry with these people. Uh, here's how you can serve them and love them in this time. Uh, so it's, it's just all connects. Like mm-hmm, it's, it's mm-hmm. beautiful how it's worked out. That's awesome. All right. So I'm going to throw an extra question there, a question in there because we have some extra time. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream, Matthew? Go. Mint chocolate chip. haagen mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip Guaranteed. tastes like toothpaste. That's absolutely that's just, that's just, No, it's so good. Disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. Wrong. Angela, what is yours? I think that's the pressing Man. question. So, okay, I do have, this is kind of a uh, maybe on product placement. Maybe I shouldn't do this, but Ben and Jerry's. The mm. tonight dough mm. so oh, girl. is incredible. So it's incredible. It's got like all the things in it. And it's really I'm kinda I can be kind of indecisive at times. So yeah. it's just got everything mm. in it. It's so peanut good. butter cookie. We want it crunchy. Dough, crun- yes. We want it 
sweet. We want we want texture. Sweet, salty, yeah, absolutely. all the things. It's <laughs> yeah. perfect. All right. Emily, what's your favorite flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Honestly, a Sonic okay. Blast chocolate chip cookie dough is where it's at. It's like homemade ice cream. Oh, bless. So it's good. literally a blizzard. Uh, well, whatever. It's still delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what is the difference between a blizzard Nothing. and a blast? Um, Probably where you buy it from. Company. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic versus Dairy Queen. Oh, that's another one. That, what, what do you say? What do you say? Dairy Sonic. Queen, Sonic. By the way. Sonic. I'm saying okay, Dairy Queen. You guys are wrong. <laughs> Sonic has better food. I say Dairy Queen. And their ice cream is good you. enough. Thank you, Angela. Yeah, Dairy Queen. Totally. Um, my favorite ice cream is definitely Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Mm. Mm. Did you say yours? That's good. So I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Get a lot of heat for that here. Here we go. Um, but Aldi makes a really good dairy-free like mocha chocolate chip one. So it's really we good. Love you, Rebecca. We love you. It's every food I know. We'll, hey, pr- we'll pray for you. There's ice cream for everyone. Yes. So ice cream for all people, right? Amen. That's what that's what we're all about. Okay, so you guys, thank you so much for joining us and for your time. And again, this was such a treat for me because I get to work with you on a daily basis and I love it and it brings a lot of joy to my life, but we wanted our listeners to get to know how cool you guys are and and just be prepared to see, you guys are gonna see more of them and more residents coming and it's it's a great program here at Bethlehem Church. So thanks for listening. And thank y'all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. You're the best. We love her back, by the way, everyone. (laughs) So much. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.